Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bus agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hi there, I'm really excited to share this week's episode with you because it's a matter that comes up all the time on both sides of the fence as a business and as a customer or client. I'm talking about tax invoices and do yours say the right things. As you would imagine, we literally have hundreds of invoices across our desk each week, sometimes into the thousands. So let's just say we see a few invoices. On the expenses side of things, part of our role as bookkeepers for our clients is to check these invoices that you would like to claim as an expense are compliant with what the folk at the ATO deem as a compliant and acceptable invoice, meaning that it ticks all the boxes of the things they say that it has to include. And so then you're also able to claim any GST that's included if you're registered for GST. Why does this matter what the invoice says or even if you get an invoice? Well, Firstly, it's really clear cut. If you don't have one, you can't claim the expense. Next, if it doesn't quote an ABN and it's more than $75 excluding GST, you have to withhold the top tax rate from your payment to them and forward that money that you withheld to the ATO. And that's almost 50%. Check out the link to the ATO reference in the show notes on withholding if ABN is not provided and you can check what payments or purchases this does and doesn't apply to and the full process. I wanted to highlight to you why it really matters that you have an ABN on your invoices and why you should check for them on your expense invoices. A common myth is using the transaction on your bank statement to claim your expenses is enough but that actually doesn't cut it. You need to have your invoice as your substantiation or proof of what you bought and who it was from. There are some slight deviations or allowances there, but what we're going to cover today is do your invoices that you raise for clients say the right things. And this by far is one of the most common issues that we run into here at AFY suppliers issuing non-compliant invoices to our clients. So let's make sure yours are spot on and the flow on effect of more small business owners knowing what they need to have on their invoice and why it matters will make it so much easier for everyone. If you, your business is registered for GST, you must issue a tax invoice and have these items on it. The first one, the words tax invoice, so that it's clear you're registered for GST and that this is the invoice, not a quote, not a delivery docket, but the invoice. 
If the sale is under $1,000, you don't have to have the words tax invoice. It just has to have the intent of being a tax invoice. But to keep it simple, I get my clients to have the words tax invoice on them all, no matter what the sales value is. Number two, your identity. You would be really surprised the invoices that we see that don't actually have the details of the seller on them. So we have absolutely no clue at all who they bought the products or services from. So please make sure your invoices have your name, your business name, your address and a way to contact you on them. This is a real bugbear of mine. Receiving an invoice, I have a question, but I can't contact you without Googling all over the place because you didn't have your email or your phone number or something on there. You're running a business, so make sure your invoices are reflective of who you are and how professional you are. Number three, we've gone into this slightly, your ABN, and this one is a non-negotiable. If you're running a business and issuing invoices, it must have your ABN on it. That's your Australian business number, even if you're not registered for GST. If you're not registered for GST, this does not exempt you from having to show your ABN. You just don't charge any GST, but you do still need to quote your ABN. Number four, the date that you raise the invoice so that both you and your customer know when the sale is from. You might invoice the same amount each month for a retainer client, but if you don't date it, you won't know which month it's for. Next at number five, a short description and price. If there's quantities involved, include that as well so that your bookkeeper knows what you bought and you can allocate it to the right spot and it's proof of what you bought relates to the business. Number six, the GST has to be shown and there are a few ways you can show this. The GST can either be shown as a separate column amount showing how much GST is on each line or product or if everything that you sell has GST where all the products and services include GST, you can have a note on the invoice along the lines of this total price includes GST. Number seven, and this is covered off by the last one, number six, how much GST is on each part of the invoice. So you will have already either itemized it line by line or noted the GST is on everything. Number eight, if the sale is more than $1,000, you also need to have on there the client's name or their ABN. So again, keeping it simple, I just have my clients set up their invoicing so that it always shows their client's name no matter how much the invoice is for. Now, if you're not registered for GST, there is a couple of tweaks to that. Firstly, instead of calling in a tax invoice, you call it an invoice. So it's not misleading people to think that there is GST on your invoice. Plus, because you're not registered, there is no taxable sale. So it's just an invoice. Also, to make it really clear for your customers, pop a note on the bottom, this invoice does not include any GST. Now, that might sound like a lot to set up and remember to put on your invoices, but once it's set up and right, it's done. 
Plus, if you're on accounting or invoicing software, which I hope you are, all of this is done for you once you do the software setup. So you need the words tax invoice or invoice if you're not registered for GST, your details in ABN, the date, a quick description, quantity and price, and any GST, plus the customer's name on everything ideally, but you do have to do it for sales over $1,000. I do have a short and sweet blog on this linked in the show notes, which has it all there for you to refer back to, and also backlinks to the ATO for even more inside details if you like to go all out on your fact finding. Now, if you use an e-commerce platform, I have some real handy tips for you now. If you use Shopify or anything similar like that, you can customize your email notifications to include all this information so that you're not getting asked for tax invoices and having to issue them manually from somewhere else. I look after a lot of Shopify clients and we add into the header of their email tax invoice and the ABN and any other details we would like to pop in there, like their business name, address, email and phone number. So it's all wrapped up in that one little email notification and you're covered. For many of the e-commerce platforms, you can also go next level and use a plugin or add-on that will do so much nicer invoices for you that you can customize a lot more. So it does depend on what you need and what level of invoices you would like to give to your customers. If you're thinking, but Lisa, no one ever asks me for tax invoices. Why should I bother? Well, that might be for one of two reasons. They might be a consumer, the end user, and they're not running a business themselves and they don't need the invoice for their expenses. But you really should include all these things on your invoices because you never know when a business will purchase from you. Like me, I might go out and buy from you as a gift for my supplier, which is a business expense for me. So I'll need the tax invoice. I might also buy items from you to put in packs that go out to my clients. The second reason that it might be, they might not ask you for a tax invoice And this is one of the reasons behind this podcast because they don't know that they need one for all of their expenses or they might think that the PayPal receipt that they got is all they need. And by now you will know it's not good enough because it doesn't have any of the seven or eight things on it that we've just looked at. Receipts from PayPal are just proof of how you paid for something, not what you bought or who from. I am super passionate about helping small business owners learn and understand all these things and find the easiest way for them to do them so that it's not overwhelming leaving your head spinning with yet another task you have the joy of doing as a small business owner and also the most effective way of doing things so that you save time and energy in the long run which reminds me of something that we'll learn about in the future episode, e-invoicing or electronic invoicing. Now, this is digital invoicing, which isn't new. There is so much digital invoicing already happening now, as in you don't have to have a paper copy. And there has been also around for a little while now some systems which can already send invoices to each other 
For example, zero has what's called zero to zero. If you're both on zero, it can automatically put your invoice into your client's zero file as a draft for them, which I thought was pretty fancy when I learned about that years ago. But e-invoicing is next level. You don't have to be on the same software. But like I said, we'll go into that in a future episode. Now, if you'd like to get some help getting on top of your invoicing setup and other matters that you'd like to learn more about to make sure you're doing all the things the right way to set up your business for success, this is just one topic that we cover in my digital course, Power in Numbers. You can dive over to join the next intake if the doors are currently open or get on the wait list to be the first to know when they do open and score some amazing waitlist-only resources and discounts. The link is, of course, in the show notes. I hope you learned something new today and why it matters that your invoices do say the right things. If you did, I would be super grateful if you hit that subscribe button and left a review so that this can reach the ears of even more small business owners to help them get on top of their bookkeeping matters. Thanks for being with me and I'm looking forward to chatting with you next week.